Welcome to In Call Out Call Podcast, a podcast from the Counter Narrative Project. Join us as we will discuss how black gay men sex workers are impacted by criminalization, capitalism, gentrification, and everything in between. Whether we're using our stories or just standing in solidarity with other sex workers, we'll be giving you our take. So join me, your host, Just D, as we create space to destigmatize sex work. Hello, everyone. Welcome to In Call, Out Call. And uh, this is the first episode. It I'm is. Charles. Uh, I'm Charles Stevens. I'm the executive director of the Counter Narrative Project, Yay. and I'm with D. <laughs> D, tell us, tell us uh, what's going on. What's up? Not much is going on. Just here, happy to be here, and ready to take this journey. Ready to take this journey, yeah. right? It is a journey, and we've uh, had. Oh my god, we had how many meetings have we had leading up to this? Ooh, a few. <laughs> some and really emails. and some long meetings too. <laughs> I've already gotten a note from D about my my emailing. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Email. I know I'm gonna get an email I from just, you. I just have I just have I just star them now. Like okay, I gotta read all these later <laughs> before, before I go to bed. I know. I think I traumatize people with my. E- Although I don't think I email as much as some other people. But anyway. I don't think I don't think so. And, and, and because the way you email it really helps me stay organized. So tell us about In Call, Out Call. Okay, so In Call, Out Call is a podcast about black gay men and sex work and their experiences and how they navigate the world using sex work. Cool. And tell us about yourself. What do you want to share with the audience? Ooh, I'm a hoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, folks, it is that kind of podcast. We we just want to put it all out there today. (laughs) Um. Um, you know, I'm willing to share anything, but primarily because we're here at this podcast is that I've been involved in sex work for six years. I don't want to give away my age because I'm still a kitten. And the fact that you're like 10 years younger than me just makes me sad. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. (laughs) I've been involved in sex work for six years and it's been a major part of my life and people I've dated and helped me just survive and making my way in the world. What are your hopes for this podcast and this journey, and most importantly, what do you want people to take from it? My hope is that people leave here with a lot more information around sex work. I want people to understand, first, that we're full people, that many of us come into sex work from different places, from survival, from wanting to explore our sexuality, from just wanting to make extra income. You know, we, we live in an environment where that's where that's necessary. And wanting people to, to leave Anytime they finish a podcast with us, coming to get to to know that sex work isn't just about people having like these loose sexual morales that we often ascribe to sex workers. That it's a tool used used by many of us, and that and that's such a it's such a large thing. When we talk about sex work, you know, we we think about like you know, I like to use the term prostitution, so I'm reclaiming it for myself. Anybody can use whatever they want. So for me, you know, when I talk about sex work, it it talk it's it's about multiple things and so many people are often involved in sex work and don't even think about it in in those in that way like i was just watching set it off and set it off you know like like stoney's you know getting ready to pay for her brother's you know college and you know she had to sleep with that man you know that was the jada pinkett smith one yeah okay and you know and then we also we also we often don't have that. See, people set it off offer so many life lessons set off that we can is, look to. Set off, you know, has so many things that you can walk away from and rec- and recognize recognizing the uh, 
the way in which you often do, or if, if you listen to a City Girls soundtrack, you know, you, you're not just going to give away, you know, that puss for free. You're going <laughs> you to get something out of it. And we should probably also say that this podcast, we're going to be real candid. Right. We are going to talk about some stuff. And this is exciting for us because we really have an opportunity to just, to just, to just keep it real. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna be that kind of podcast, and I think right, it's gonna right. be an opportunity to really, really have some some critical conversations. But I did want to, I want to, I wanted to ask you for our viewer or not viewers, our listeners. I think I'm still on Revolutionary Health, I guess, um, <laughs> which I miss. It's the other show from the County Nerder Project. You should check it out on YouTube. But <laughs> plug. We had a number of conversations leading us to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Would you mind sharing kind of how, even with this podcast, like how it evolved? I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it didn't start off like a fully formed idea. It was kind of a journey in our conversations. I think one of the first things I asked you was, you know, what's your story? Mm-hmm. Before we even start talking about the different aspects of the things that you're passionate about and the things that, the causes that you're committed to, and I was just wondering if you could share a bit about the journey Am I starting from like how I got? How everyone to how everyone start D? Where everyone start from? So, in terms, at least in terms, well, but definitely in terms of like our interactions, like so you know the first conversation we had, it wasn't going to be about it wasn't going to be this podcast, we right? Had right. Different. So just share a little bit about how you shifted and kind of how you got to the place where you felt like I this think was. I should. So originally we wanted to. Just, I just wanted to talk about prep. I feel like that was the more more respectable thing to talk about. And I did not tell him to do that. So before y'all start, <laughs> looking like we, we forced him, pressured him to talk about prep, it although was, we think it's important. Right? We think it's. I think it's very important. You know, prep changed my life and the way I do, and the way I do sex work. I, I felt like that was the more respectable thing to do. You know, because oftentimes people say, you know, I, we support sex workers or such and like, but it's that uh, a marginal support a token support. And so I never I never assumed that when people say like, oh, I support sex workers, like to what extent that means. But what happened for me is that since that first meeting, there was times when I felt myself wanting to advocate on behalf of sex workers, primarily for, you know, black gay men or queer men, however you identify, who who are involved in sex work. Because because I felt I felt like there wasn't there's people always doing it. There's people always doing the work before you get there. You know, nobody's starting anything new. But I felt like I had a platform and I wanted to do something responsible with it. And there's there's so much so many assumptions that people make of, around people in, in sex work. So I it felt like it felt like that should be a priority for me. If if I have the platform, if I have a little bit of a following, if if I have a little bit of knowledge. You have a um, lot of a platform. You have a lot of a following, by the way. <laughs> a lot there's a lot of people with a lot more who I felt like, you know, could have you know who I wanted to see do it, who I felt like had had like bigger platforms than me. But, you know, for whatever reasons, you know, that's something that's that's not something they're interested in doing or something that never even occurred to them. And so when I so when I see people involved in sex work and sex shaming or, you know, um when we talk about like OnlyFans moving about it in this like anti black way and things like that. I want all those things to come together and I want all those things to work in a way that builds communities, that heals people, that allows for us to to have co- real conversations and recognize it as work. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like in some like capitalist idea of like what work is or that, what it should be, but recognizing that we currently use it as work and that and that this this is a real place for people and it's not like a sad place and it's not like some uh, sunken place where people are not never gonna be able to get out of but it's, it's you know it's, it's, there's hard days and there's there's good days and I have great experiences and I have awful experiences and it, it takes me into amazing places and it takes me into some places where I just don't want to be ever again 
What are some of the misconceptions that you find that people might have about you, particularly? I think, I think the one that really the misconceptions is that one 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 that I really hate and probably comes from my own place of ego is people people make the assumption that somehow you you don't have any like formal education. <laughs> if you had an education, that there was no there's no way you would be involved in sex work. And like that one, I think irritates me the most. So th- there's that. There's also the there's also the assumption that your involvement in sex work is because you're like just, just this very sexually available person. And I'm not. I like to be home. <laughs> like I like to be home. I don't really like to be around people. Reading your foreign uh, foreign affairs. I like I like I like I like, <laughs> I like I like international politics or watching cartoons. I do that a lot too. You like anime a lot. I, I like anime. Love anime. And so that assumption comes up a lot. Like you know when people inundate you with dick pics, <laughs> yo get at me. <laughs> like yo get at me, and you're like, um, no, I will not get at you. I'm just I'm just here for the money. I want to go home. <laughs> um. And or the assumption that somehow we lack any knowledge around the certain type of risk that that can be involved in sex work risk that, you know, many of us are regularly interacting with just the fact that, you know, many of us are black gay men in a racist, homophobic society. So like these things aren't aren't separate from those type of politics, but somehow around sex work, it's assumed that 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 you that you must like that, that, you know, one person said yesterday, like these people need to be educated because they're nasty. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. I don't know if people are nasty. Wait, someone, wait, tell me this story. What happened? Why someone you... asked. So yesterday I was like, you know. Um, wait, what, where were you having this conversation? I was on Twitter. And oh, I was okay. like, you know, people people regularly ask you to follow them. And sometimes I, I follow them just because I'm like, okay, you know, you're nice or you you promote me. But yesterday I was like, you know, it just I follow way too many porn pages. And, you know, sometimes I just want to go on there and see like AOC or see like son of Baldwin, you know, somebody like that. You just want to see, you just want to see what they're writing about, you know, just talking about saying their own stuff and, or like thought scholar, or like, I like them or anybody. And, but then, you know, you get on there and it's like asshole, penis, 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 penis. And you're like, okay, well today's the day where all y'all gotta go. And somebody was like, well, why are you, why are you unfollowing? And I was like, you know, I just, I just want to focus on activism and, you know, maybe education. I feel like there's a lot of work that has to be done inside free Twitter. And um, I'm going to focus on that. The reply to that was like, yeah, that's a great move. It was something like, yeah, that's a great move because these people are nasty. And I was just like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think about, I don't think they're nasty. So it's loaded. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> I wish on Twitter you could delete like replies, but you can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just have to like sit there. Like I can block you, but I, I think when you block people, it's still it's still there. You just can't see it. <laughs> so nothing I could I could do about that. On this journey, we're gonna cover a number of topics. So we're gonna talk about consent. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about activism, broadly speaking. Yeah. We're gonna talk about prep. So we are gonna get back to prep. Right. <laughs> right. <respectable. laughs> we're gonna talk about stigma and we're gonna talk just about desire and being desired and, mm. and dating. Like one of the things that you said early on was just talk you know, you're talking about like, you know, what does it mean to, to be a sex worker and be in a relationship and how to navigate that. Right, and, right. You know, and I'm really looking forward to, to hearing about that. So it sounds like we've got some pretty pretty good topics. Yeah, I think so. I'm excited about every single episode and I hope everyone else is too.
yeah so check us out you know we're gonna take this journey together feel free to ask your questions how do we let people know like if folks have questions or they want to engage i know you're i guess you're just describing your twitter uh <laughs> yeah so my navigation can people i mean how do people if they want to like hit you up or ask you questions and stuff um how would they find if is it okay i guess that's the most important question is it okay yeah it's okay are, you know just don't send penis pics do but. not send me any more dick pics i have told myself that if i have one more dick pic i'm gonna start like a gallery <laughs> we're just gonna be like dick pics because it's gonna be called and the, the exhibit's gonna be called yo what's good yeah, it's gonna no it's gonna be like yo it's, it's gonna be yo get at me yo get, that's what yo get at <laughs> yo get at me a retrospective of curated penises by D. dicks across america dicks across america dicks across dicks across america dicks across america i think that was a uh, cut out of uh us right the right <laughs> we'll stitch it together and everything <laughs> It's like yoga at me and your dick pics. I'm like, I would love is to that, see that. What would be that? What would be on that playlist though? Would it be a playlist for dicks across America? Dicks across America. What's gonna be on the playlist? Now I'm very, we said this is gonna be a serious show. Right. I don't know. We're like cracking <laughs> jokes. This is gonna be a serious discussion. Okay. <laughs> now, now I gotta think. What, what is gonna be on the playlist? Wait, but is it okay? Also, do you not want people to hit you up if they have? Okay, so no, hit you, me up. You can hit up. Okay. Hit me up if you have questions. I love your questions. I'm gonna answer them at that moment because maybe we'll put it in the show. What's your Twitter? My Twitter is, that is a good question. So it's D, D-E-E underscore A-R-L. And could you repeat that for our listeners? Okay, so it's D-E-E underscore A-R-L. Okay, well. I could, I could do it in my NPR voice so. if you know. <laughs> I got this in my, it's hard, it's hard not to go into the NPR voice a little bit. It is. You know, just, I like, think that's my Twitter. Hold on. <laughs> you got some people to the wrong Twitter. They're gonna be mad. <laughs> They're gonna be coming at my Twitter talking about Charles. You lied. Charles, like, you are a lie. No, I, that is my Twitter. Okay, that is my Twitter. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. D said that's his Twitter. So yes. I, you know, I, I ain't got nothing to do with that. All right, y'all. So definitely check us out. And with that, we will talk to y'all next episode. Yes. Yeah.